Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife. Call to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. I'm Monica Lidicki, your host, and I'm so glad that you're here today. Today, my plan is to cover the topic of limiting beliefs because I think it is really important for you and I to control our minds as we go about trying to live the best life possible, not just for ourselves, but also for everyone in our tribe or our community to whom we are exposed so that they can see in us an example of what it means to live a goal-crafting life and how it can help in some way reveal what God's plan is for us and all that it can be. So limiting beliefs are one way the devil uses to prevent us from showing up in the best way possible. So we're going to cover that today, but first... Let me share a little bit about my recent trip home to Rivera. So my mom, as you know, is staying with me until March, and we have two family members who still live in Rivera. So we took a little road trip down there. It takes about four hours to drive through an ending flat landscape, flat, dry landscape, to get from here to there. It was an uneventful trip, and we got there and enjoyed three or four days of visiting with them and even had a little dinner overlooking the bay at sunset where we talked about the goals that we had set or were going to be working on for 2021. It actually was quite nice. And then my mom got whisked away by my brother Ken to go visit his homestead in Bernie, Texas. And I traveled right back home to Katy. During the trip home, I listened to quite a few podcasts on the subjects. Well, a lot of subjects. I listened to everything from cryptocurrency to the national debt, everything from the Federal Reserve to the uh, IMF. I listened to podcasts on setting goals and podcasts on being successful, podcasts on uh, Christianity, you name it. I had four hours of unrelenting listening to podcasts. It was awesome. When I got back home, I realized something. I realized that when I step into my home, I have this wonderful sense of ease and of abundance and of, of it being a sanctuary. And while We stayed in the most charming little RV while we were in Rivera. My mom and I had it to ourselves, and it's brand new. For an RV, it's top of the line, stainless steel 
appliances, a fireplace, a very large bathroom, almost as large as, you know, the guest bathroom here in my home. But what I realized was that no matter how comfortable I am staying somewhere else, the place where I feel at home is my home. That's a belief that I have. But I also paused to reflect on what was wonderful about being in this dry, dusty, flat area of our country. And that was, it's so far away from the city lights that when you look up on a clear, cloudless, cold night, there are so many stars in the sky, something you never see here in Katy, Texas. But there in Rivera, my mom and I gasp at the number of stars that we could see. Truly beautiful. And for that, I am grateful. But I was also very grateful to be driving back home to everything that I hold near and dear. So that is what I have been up to. And that leads me into our conversation today. That trip is part of a multi-pronged approach that I'm taking to one of my family goals. And it's not my favorite thing to do to be back in Rivera, Texas. And to all my listeners in the Rivera, Texas area, no, um, it's not on you. It's just on me. It's a belief that I have that everything good in my adult life has happened since I was able to get to the Houston and Katy area. I know that my brother Ken whose RV we stayed in while we were down there, feels the opposite. He can't wait to retire and hopefully get to relocate down to the Rivera area. It has everything that he loves. It has a bay with lots of fish in it. It has no close-in neighbors. It has no traffic. And so he looks at Rivera and sees all of those things as positive. I look at Rivera and I go, oh my gosh, get me on the next train out of here. But we're both operating from two very different sets of beliefs. Neither belief is right or wrong in this case. They are just our beliefs. But with our goals, the same cannot be always true. And I want to read something from a book by Stormy O'Mardian called The Power of a Praying Woman. And this is what she has to say on your thoughts, which we will go ahead and, and think of as our beliefs. And she says, you have a choice about what you will accept into your mind and what you won't. You can choose to take every thought captive and let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, or you can allow the devil to feed you lies and manipulate your life. And when it comes to limiting beliefs, that's exactly what they do. They manipulate your life and in many ways limit your life. And anytime I say life, you can insert the word goals and it will mean the same thing. So what exactly is a limiting belief? Well, I'm pretty sure you know, but just in case you don't, it is a belief that limits the actions that you will take. It causes you to hold back, to suppress, to avoid. They don't serve you, they limit you. And we all have them and we all fall prey to them at times, even for the simplest of things. We might, as an example, say, 
it's cold today, so I'm not going to take a shower. Well, what if we said it's cold today and what if my shower is really exhilarating? That's a really um, simple example. But in the world of goal setting, limiting beliefs hold us back from setting goals that could help further our life in a really big way. We might choose to believe that we are unworthy of more success. We might choose to believe that we are an imposter, that we aren't as good or could never be as good as the next person. We fall prey to comparisonitis. There's really nothing good that we can say about limiting beliefs. And yet, as I mentioned, we all have them. So what is a girl to do? Well, it's pretty simple, really. One of the podcasts I listened to put it like this. In terms of limiting beliefs, think of the three R's. You have to reveal them. You have to remove them. And you have to replace them. Simple. Three R's. Reveal. Remove. Replace. I just think of limiting beliefs as weeds. As soon as you see them, you need to do everything that you can to uproot them from the terrain and get them gone. Stormy O'Mardian, who I mentioned before, thinks that limiting beliefs really come as an attack from the devil who wants nothing more than to deceive us. And that's his number one tool in his tool bag. Let me read this from Stormy's book, The Power of a Praying Woman, when she talks about the lies that we believe. And you can insert limiting beliefs for the lies we believe. She says, do you ever have certain thoughts that play over and over in your mind like an old broken record? Have you ever had a thought come to your mind that produces a physical feeling in your body, such as a pain in your heart, a queasy sensation in the pit of your stomach, tightness in your throat, weakness in your arms and legs, tears in your eyes, a rash on your face or neck? Do what if thoughts ever plague your mind, such as what if I jumped off the balcony? What if I ran my car into that wall? Have you ever had any if-only thoughts such as if only I hadn't done that or if only I hadn't been there or if only I would have said something? Do you ever have self-punishing thoughts? No one cares about me. I'm such a failure. I'm no good. Nothing I do turns out right. If you've had thoughts like these, please know that this is not, listen, this is not God giving you revelation for your life. It is the enemy trying to gain control of your mind. I can't speak for you, but I'll bet my friend that just like me, one, some, or all of those thoughts or feelings have come upon you at some time. And it's good to know that you're not alone and I'm not alone, that we're part of this human experiment, this human experience on the planet. And for whatever reason, God allows this kind of attack on our minds to occur, but he allows it with the full permission for us to take control, take the thoughts captive, put them where they need to go, which is in file 13, and replace them with his word, with his truth. So we exchange the lie, the limiting belief for the truth for the belief that will serve us. I mean, when you think about some of the limiting beliefs that you come up with, would you ever go to a friend or a family member and throw that out at them as a belief that you want them to have? You're not good enough. You don't deserve this. You're not loved. No, 
You want the best for your friends and family, and you need to want the best for yourself. And a way that you can experience more of the best is to recognize that limiting beliefs are a fact of our life and make it your number one mission every day to reveal, remove, and replace them with thoughts and beliefs that will serve you, which will in turn serve God and serve your fellow members of your family and your community. Amen. So a few verses for you. We've already mentioned, take every thought captive for the, to the obedience of Christ. That comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. That's from Romans 12 too. So putting this into practical application, what works best for me? And I simply throw this out as a coaching moment for you, as something that might work for you. What if it did? If you find yourself stuck on a goal, or if you find yourself stuck in an endless loop of negative thoughts, or you find yourself feeling like a victim of circumstances which are beyond your control, or if you find yourself procrastinating on taking action for some important goal in your life. For any of these scenarios, limiting beliefs may be the root cause that is holding you back or keeping you stuck. What can you do? How would you go about revealing what limiting beliefs you have? Well, think about what Stormy O'Mardian wrote in her book. When you have that feeling, that, um, that sense that she described, kind of the pit in your stomach or the pain in your heart, notice that and notice what thought preceded it or, you know, what action preceded it. Chances are there's a kernel there that's a nugget that you can extract. And when you notice it, get a pen and a piece of paper and write it down. Write down what that thought is, especially if it's thought like I'm not good enough or I can't, anything that starts with I can't. Write it down and ask yourself a few questions about it. Is it true? Is it right? What evidence is there to support that thought? Then write down the opposite of what that thought is. So if the thought happens to be, I can't fill in the blank, write down, I can fill in the blank and see how that feels. And then try to find some verses in scripture. And remember, I do have my list of 52 plus, I believe I have closer to 60, but at least 52 verses that I have curated from my own study of the Bible over the past year or so that support what we're trying to accomplish, which is to achieve goals in all areas of life, especially faith, finances, family, fitness, and fun that would expand our reach in the world in a positive way. So find verses that would support this new thought, this new belief that you're attempting to instill into your subconscious mind and into your heart. Find those scriptures and write them down. So for example, if you've identified a limiting belief, there's no reason why you shouldn't write down the scripture about taking every thought captive. 
because that's exactly what you're going to do with it. You are pressing back against the wiles and the deception of the enemy to take back ground for Christ and for yourself. So you look for scriptures that will support this new idea, this new belief that you are going to hold on to. And then you create a, an anchor. So some sort of reminder for yourself that anytime that limiting belief crops up again, you immediately take steps to stamp it out and replace it with your new and improved belief that serves you and the goals that you're trying to achieve. So if the belief was, I can't because whatever, fill in the blank, you, you find yourself thinking it and you immediately stop. I always used to say, cancel, cancel. And then you firmly, boldly state your new belief. I can fill in the blank and then add on a scripture at the end because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's one of my favorites and it has application in just about every circumstance. This work on limiting beliefs, identifying them, pulling them out, uprooting them, and then replacing them, this work does not end, my friends. This work is holy work, and it is work that will make or break your success in terms of achieving the goals that you've set for yourself. And if you followed the goal crafter system, the reason this is important is because you will have submitted these goals to God. You will have prayed over them. You will have asked for his guidance. You will have asked for his direction. You will, you will have asked for him to partner with you in achieving these goals for his glory. And so you're on a, basically you're on a mission, a holy mission. Our lives are supposed to reflect the blessings and the mercies and the compassions from God that are new every day. And if we allow ourselves to be imprisoned, in, uh, encircled, chained by the limiting beliefs that continually assault us, we can never be that bold statement for Christ. We can never fully reach the potential and all that possibility that is awaiting us if we continue to allow ourselves to be held back by limiting beliefs. So today, identify, as uh, Petia said on her podcast, reveal, remove, and replace your limiting beliefs so that you can live in the abundance that Christ has promised us. John 10, 10, I came so that you might have life and have it abundantly. That's my prayer for you, for each of you, and for myself. And may I just say, we have an awesome God, an awesome Father who is looking out for our best interest, who brings these matters to our attention, who knows that we are dealing with these things on a day-in, day-out basis, and who uses whatever means is currently available on this planet to continue to bring it to our attention, to make sure that we remember that in our own self Maybe we would stay subject to these limiting beliefs, but that with Christ, with God, all things are possible if we only believe. So I believe that anything we ask and pray for, when we believe we have received it, 
it is granted to us. And so I believe that you are receiving this message today and that you today will take stock of the limiting beliefs that are holding you back on your pursuit of your goals and that you will begin to take consistent and steady action. Let's not let the devil win today. Amen. Well, that's it for today, my sisters. Get out there and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.